Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Many Michiganders are probably not getting enough sleep. And maybe you think, no big deal. Think again. There's a lot of negative health effects for not getting enough sleep. More likely to gain weight if you don't get enough sleep. More likely to have cardiovascular disease. There's evidence in women of an increased risk of breast cancer. Why aren't we getting enough sleep? And what can we do about it? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Experts agree that seven hours is the recommended sleep time per day for adults. But a consistent good night's sleep eludes one in three Americans, according to the data from the Centers for Disease Control. Dr. James Rowley, he's the head of the Sleep Studies Program at Detroit Receiving Hospital. He says not getting enough sleep is not something to be ignored. Sleep is important for a lot of different reasons, one of which is just our overall health, both mental and physical. There's good evidence that like memory processing occurs at nighttime. Our brain gets cleared of uh, toxic chemicals to allow us to function better. But long-term good sleep is also important because there's a lot of negative health effects for not getting enough sleep. For instance, you're more likely to gain weight if you don't get enough sleep, more likely to have cardiovascular disease. There's evidence in women of an increased risk of breast cancer. So there's a lot of other things that we don't think about usually as associated with sleep, but definitely are if you do not get enough sleep over long periods of time. So what happens if you can't get enough sleep? There's something called sleep debt. And while sleep debt may exist, Dr. Rowley says a sleep bank does not. The basic idea, though, is that if you're not getting seven hours of sleep at night, you are building up some debt or you're owing yourself sleep. I have a six-year-old, and when his mother was pregnant, people would say to us, make sure you get your sleep now because you won't get it later. And what I heard them say was basically the reverse of sleep debt. They were saying to me, bank sleep. That's not possible, right? You cannot bank sleep. (laughs) If you're getting eight hours of sleep a night for a month for whatever reason, you can't start then getting six hours of sleep after that. There's no bank there. It's easier to prevent the sleep debt than it is to fix it. Let's say you have two or three days in a row of only getting five or six hours of sleep. You can make that up over the next few days. But if you've been doing it for long periods of time, switching to seven hours is going to be helpful, but it's not like you're ever going to make it completely up. Have you ever heard of the Sunday scaries? It's anxiety brought on by thinking about the week ahead. Dr. Caitlin Dembski is a professor of management at Oakland University. Her research has focused on the correlation between work and sleep. 
I think about what millennials call the Sunday scaries, right? And so I wonder how much does our work life affect what we do in the evening when it comes to sleep? Our work plays a huge role in our ability to function outside of work and is definitely related to our sleep. So some of the work that I've done has looked at workplace stress and its role in predicting poor sleep, either sleep quality or sleep quantity. So we know the more stress you're experiencing at work, the worse your sleep actually is. And kind of a nasty cycle when we have poor sleep, we have poor work outcomes as well. So people are thinking about work outside of work. It's making it difficult for them to fall asleep and stay asleep. So they're definitely linked. Dr. Dembski was talking about work stress leading to less sleep, but she says there's more to it than that. There's something called rumination, and I can almost guarantee you've done it. Rumination would be thinking repeatedly about things that oftentimes are out of our control, or maybe replaying an interaction, or we're anticipating something. A lot of that is largely out of our control. Like the memes you see, and it's a person in bed, and it's like me trying to sleep. And then the next picture is a person with their eyes wide open. It's like me trying to sleep, but remembering something I did in the fourth grade, right? Like exactly. <laughs> those thoughts are so intrusive and it's not like I'm conjuring them. They just pop up. There are some strategies that we can use to help reduce some of this. Keep a notebook next to our bed. And if we're waking up, especially if it's things we're anticipating, writing it down, it can help us get it out of our brain. We can also schedule time during the day as worry time or time to intentionally ruminate and we think, okay, I have 10 or 15 minutes here. I'm going to think about all of the things that I'm worried about or I'm stressed about, and then I'm going to put them away. There's also this concept called sleep deprivation procrastination. You can think of it as sleep revenge. Basically, people stay up later than they should because they're trying to reclaim me time. Turns out, even the experts are guilty of this. I've definitely found myself doing it as well. And I think one of the pieces of this is that sense of control, right? We know that this need for autonomy or personal control is a basic human need. And when we go through our days, whether it's work or personal lives, and we feel like our schedules, our days are dictated by all of these demands we have on our plate, oftentimes the end of the day is really some of the only time where we feel like we do have that control over our time. So we might find ourselves saying, well, I'm going to stay up and I'm going to watch a movie or a TV show because I want to do this and it feels good. Something to help mitigate that is to think about how you're going to feel the next day. Thinking about investing a little bit more of that time in yourself will go a long way the following day and the days beyond that. When I was talking to Dr. Rowley from Detroit Receiving, I wondered what the breakdown was of people that had actual sleep disorders against those who simply fail to plan properly. It's generally felt that upwards of 10 to 15 percent of Americans have an actual sleep disorder, be that insomnia, obstructive sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome. But there are probably even more people than that who are not getting sufficient hours of sleep, not on purpose, but lifestyle related, staying up too late with the computer, watching TV. They just don't give themselves enough hours to sleep. There's too many people just doing bad things to themselves at nighttime, taking their iPhone to bed. These things are not good for your sleep. How should we prioritize sleep? 
Sleep really should be on the same level as diet and exercise. It really should be one of the top things you prioritize. And it really is a decision that people have to make that they're going to get enough sleep. Sleepless night. Now hold on. I'm so tired of this mess. We've laid out a bunch of sleep issues that face tens of millions of Americans every day. But remember what we always say on this podcast, listing problems without solutions is just complaining. The proper solution here is sleep hygiene, which is basically what it sounds like. Think dental hygiene, but for sleep. Instead of practicing sleep hygiene, some people run for over-the-counter solutions, a booming business. There's a lot of medications that are being marketed as sleep aids, and there's a huge industry out there. And I would say this, that the reason why they're making so much money off CBD and melatonin and sleep aids, which I've actually found that most patients are not taking these correctly because they come with poor instruction. They're not labeled correctly because literally they're just interested in selling the product. The most common issue with sleep in America right now is chronic sleep insufficiency. About a third of Americans don't get enough sleep at night. And so what you're going to fall into is this category of patients who are chronically sleep deprived who are looking for quick solutions to try to figure out how to get more sleep. And a lot of it, it's not going to be found at your local store. It's not going to be CBD. It's not going to be melatonin. What it's going to be is taking a look at what am I doing at night? How is my sleep hygiene driving a lot of my behaviors? And am I giving myself adequate and ample opportunity for good, healthy sleep at night? That right there is the voice of Dr. Victor Gordon. He's a pulmonologist and sleep specialist with McLaren Health. Earlier, Dr. Rowley was talking about how important it is to prioritize sleep. You should be going to bed within a half an hour window each night. That is good sleep hygiene. Dr. Gordon says on top of that, there are a few other things you can do. One, after dinner, kind of setting the tone for a nighttime of relaxation. So getting rid of lights in the house, which is easy to do in Michigan because the sun goes down so early in the wintertime. We can take a nice hot shower. Everything is predicated on your own circadian rhythm when you fall asleep. But generally, if you're a 10 o'clock sleeper, generally around 8 or 9 o'clock at night, you can take a nice hot shower, lower the temperature of the bedroom. That actually has been shown to be helpful because lowering our body temperature helps promote sleep right before bed. If you are somebody that has kind of a busy mind and don't like the dead silence, getting a noise machine or a fan can sometimes be soothing. And as long as it's a static noise, generally doesn't interfere with sleep per se. So those are some of the sleep hygiene things that we can do. Sleep carries major and long-term health benefits, or I guess there are health risks if you don't get enough. The solution? It seems to lie in the planning. Sweet dreams. Thank you to the trio of doctors that shared their knowledge today, James Rowley, Victor Gordon, and Caitlin Dembski. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.